Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the On the Spot series by China Forum. In this series, we return to the platform of international forums and webinars, where leading minds in academia, government, business, technology, and media deliver novel, collaborative responses to the global issues of the day. Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast on the Sport series. I'm Xiao Chen with China Forum, Tsinghua University. On today's program, we will be talking to Ambassador Yue Xiaoyong, Special Envoy for Afghan Affairs of China's Foreign Ministry, to learn about the latest progress on Afghanistan's reconstruction and also China's role in this process. So far, it has been almost two years since U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan and the Taliban gained power of the country amid the chaos. What's the situation on the ground now? What are the major challenges facing Afghanistan's reconstruction? Ambassador Yue, who has participated in many rounds of negotiation meetings on the Afghan issues, has a close watch on the situation. Let's follow Ambassador Yue to learn more details. Please stay tuned. We are very happy to have you here. My first question: Since your appointment as the special envoy for Afghanistan in July 2021, you have been traveling back and forth to Afghanistan frequently. So, how do you see the current situation in Afghanistan? Thank you. I'm happy to see this interview by CISS, and I take it as an opportunity to communicate through you to the audience regarding Afghanistan situation. I think,、uh, simply put. The most dramatic change is since August 15, the Americans and NATO, after 20 years of occupation, they failed. They failed strategically. They failed politically. They failed diplomatically in many ways. To put it in a simple way, that they fail to really to do so-called the transformation of a country, imposing their own political and value models. This is really a lesson they should draw. In another way, you look at this、uh, situation in Afghanistan. For the first time, for 20 years or longer times, Afghanistan and Afghan people, for the first time, to take the fate of the country into their own hands. This is really a historical opportunity for them. Without foreign invasion, interference, and occupation, in particular. They can independently find their own path for the national development and reconstruction. They can hold into their own hands the fate of their nation and their country. So, if you further look at the situation now, after two years or earlier, it is a reality that Afghanistan Taliban now control the whole country. They are the actual ruler of the country. Secondly, they, by and large, in general, control the whole country and、uh, the governing and the ruling, the specific management of the country is in this authority. So the question for the international community or the neighbors or the regional countries is whether you are going to have dialogue or take this opportunity, take this reality to engage with them to help. Afghan people and to help Afghanistan to realize the peace, reconciliation, stability, and reconstruction. This is both the opportunity and the challenge of the international community and of the regions. Now we see the situation. On the one hand, the dramatic change has happened. Afghan Taliban has set up this、uh, interim government of the country. 
that provide us and provide international community an opportunity to engage and to help Afghanistan to cure the wounds incurred by America, by NATO in this 20 years occupation. Opportunity for Afghanistan itself to stand up to find their own way on the path for the national regeneration and the national reconstruction. Of course, on the other hand, there are challenges. After 20 years of occupation and the war, conflicts and fighting, there are widespread poverty of the country. And according to the report of the international organization, almost 95 of the population is under the poverty line. And almost half of the population are in the hunger and we are on the brink of the farming of the country. Afghanistan maintains one of the poorest countries in the world. So it is really needed that international community provide sufficient and quick humanitarian assistance and to help this country recover themselves from the dire situation. Secondly, the stability and the security is also a problem. Terrorist groups are still there. Not only there are some international terrorist groups like Daesho, ISKP, there are other regional terrorist groups like ETIM, TTP, and UTIM. People counted those organizations when the occupation of the NATO and the United States, there were one or two terrorist organizations there, like Al-Qaeda. Now, there are as many as more than 20 all kinds of terrorist groups. So how to dismantle, eliminate the terrorist groups, how to prevent the Afghanistan again falling into the hands of terrorist groups or become the haven of the terrorist groups, how to wipe out this threat of the terrorist groups, not only to the country itself, but also to the regional and to a larger realm, the international community. It's a really one of the top challenges facing Afghanistan. There are some others, like uh, how they constituting uh, through reconciliation of the country, their country's uh, polity, and uh, how to have a moderate governing of the country, economically how to really proceed and find a way to develop itself like much of the share of the economy now is the drugs recently we heard the good news the drug planting is shrinking that's good news but it's still there so all this will influence people's livelihood country's reconstruction and the country's stability so we're still facing a country that in what we call still in its critical stage a moment from the chaos to the order of the country. It is requiring the international community, neighboring countries and the regional countries to do more, to engage and help. Also to have more exchanges between people to people so that we can enhance our mutual understanding and also let international community know what is the depth and widths of the difficult situation and the dire situation there. Okay, Ambassador, thank you very much for the comprehensive briefing of the situation now in Afghanistan. And you also mentioned that the international community, the neighboring countries should engage more and also try to help and communicate with the Afghanistan. We know that China has been actively involved in the reconstruction of Afghanistan. How do you think China as a responsible major country is playing its role in the Afghanistan issues? That's a good question. I think China acted very quickly. We are one of the major neighbors of Afghanistan, so we feel 
very dear. A stable, prosperous, secured Afghanistan benefiting both Afghanistan and the neighbors and China. So we engage, we have dialogue, and we meet their people, not only the authorities, Afghanistan Taliban, we also talk to other political forces with the purpose that we like to engage with Afghanistan interim government. We like to provide our humanitarian assistance. We have been quick in aiding by way of providing 350 million yuan equivalent of all kinds of materials just immediately after August 15, 2021 to help them to tide over the coldness of the winter, tide over the challenge of the COVID-19, to help them face the challenge of the poverty and hunger, especially the hunger. Later on, then, State Councilor and the Foreign Minister Wang Yi visited Afghanistan and announced that we were going to provide another 1 billion yuan, almost 1 billion yuan equivalent of materials. It is all in the pipeline and we are providing, trying to deliver as quickly as possible. At the same time, thirdly, we try to work with Afghanistan's neighboring countries, Pakistan, Iran, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Russia, Uzbekistan, to work together to find a way to pool our consensus and the joint efforts to help to stabilize the country. We set up from very quickly, I think, early 2022, the neighboring country foreign minister meeting. Now we have already had a fourth round of this uh, Afghanistan neighboring countries foreign minister meeting. The latest one is in Samarha, Uzbekistan. These neighboring countries foreign minister meeting play a very important role to help Afghanistan to tide over all the difficulties and the challenges. While United States just withdrew and they left a lot of uh, disastrous situation there, uh, while we call on United States to take the major responsibility for the reconstruction, but we have not seen any real and substantial action coming. And at the same time, we also, through the dialogue on an equal footing, through the exchanges with the Afghan Taliban authorities and the interim government to help Afghanistan to have an early integration and rejoining, returning to the regional community and the international community. Although there is still a problem for the recognition, but we don't see any need to isolate the country, to isolate Afghan people. Last but not least, we also call on the United States to take major responsibility, as just now I mentioned, for the reconstruction of the country. The United States so far still frees 7 billion US dollar Afghan overseas assets, although they said they have cut half of those 7 billion dollars into some bank and another country. But if you look deeper into the matter, still they are in control. They didn't really return the money back to Afghanistan side. We also urge the United States to lift the unilateral sanctions now still maintaining upon the Afghanistan. So all this, we hope it can provide help for Afghanistan to tide over the difficult transitional moment to finally stand on its own to realize its national peace, stability, and uh, reconstruction.
Okay, thank you. Just now you mentioned the neighboring countries foreign minister meeting, and we also noticed that the fifth China-Afghanistan-Pakistan foreign ministers dialogue was conducted in May, and it was the first foreign ministers dialogue among China, Afghanistan, and Pakistan since 2021. The dialogue also issued a joint statement, which is the first multilateral consensus statement issued with the participation of the Afghan interim government. We know that you have participated in this dialogue. So we very much want to know what do you think is the significance of this dialogue, and also what does this dialogue and the joint statement mean to the regional situation and China-Afghanistan relations? Yeah, this China-Pakistan-Afghanistan or China-Afghanistan-Pakistan trilateral foreign minister dialogue actually is one of the series of the meetings and the regional. Platforms、uh, China has been engaging and has been encouraging to do. I not only participate in this one; I participate in almost all the Afghanistan neighboring countries foreign minister meeting. All these meetings with the purpose that we put together the collective efforts of the neighboring countries and the regional countries to work on Afghanistan for the stability of that country and to see how we can help not only for the Afghanistan to tide over the difficulties but also the. Constructive interaction of the Afghanistan and the regional countries. In all this、uh, dialogue, in all these meetings, we advocate and we succeeded to ask Afghanistan Taliban to participate in the meeting and to be interlocutor of the dialogue because we believe we are discussing Afghanistan as a sovereign country. We should really show our respect for this country, and、uh, we should have the Taliban and Afghanistan representative to come to join this dialogue.、Mm-hmm. This has proved、uh, very constructive and very helpful. Come back to this、uh, early May in Islamabad, the China-Afghanistan and Taliban trilateral foreign minister dialogue. This time, it is the first time we formally have this trilateral dialogue. I believe the significance of this time is it is for the first time Afghanistan sit there as one of three official site to join the meeting, and secondly, this is the first time since August fifteen, twenty twenty one, to have this trilateral foreign minister meetings together. So it is significant that we are succeeding in bring. Afghanistan Authority, Afghanistan Interior Government, or Afghanistan as a country, back to integrate, return to the regional community again to show that we really not only we are saying it, but also we are carry it through that in handling Afghanistan crisis, we insist on the mutual respect and the equality. We insist on not to interfere into internal affairs of this country. We insist on this engagement and dialogue, and also we take Afghanistan among China's good neighborhood policies. We treat Afghanistan as we treat any of our Asia peripheral Asia countries along our border to be good neighborhood. We hope our neighborhood are peaceful, are stable, and we shared our opportunity together. To put it in, even in the larger realm, the significance of the China-Afghanistan and the Pakistan foreign minister dialogue is indeed meaningful in the way that China is implementing what it has been upholding all these years. Another particular significance of this dialogue is in the joint statement. People may notice that also for the first time, Afghanistan Taliban interim government agree to write in. 
that they are opposing terrorist groups like ETM and uh, TTP, and they will not use their land to the threat of the neighbors and of the other countries. It is the first time that uh, the anti-terrorism, the term to the effect of counter or fighting terrorism, is in the international agreement like this. Also, it is a very strong indication that together we are opposing the double standards the United States has been insisting in fighting against terrorism. We have been asking the United States to relist the ETIM back to their national terrorist groups. And uh, it is in the United Nations terrorist groups. It is in many countries, almost all other countries, anti-terrorist groups, ETIM. But the United States unreasonably delisted since Trump administration from their nationalist. So all this, we are working from the good neighboring policy. We are working from the efforts of building a shared future for all the members of this community. So through this specific dialogue, after this agreement, we also added a list of the cooperation items to show that three sides like to have a stronger engagement with Afghanistan interim government, with Afghanistan side, to try to make our contribution for the reconstruction of the country. Thank you. My last question is about the United States. Just now you mentioned that the United States should take major responsibility for the reconstruction of Afghanistan and should leave these unilateral sanctions. So what role do you think the United States and also the international community can play in Afghanistan currently? Uh, yes, as I said, the United States should really take major responsibility for the reconstruction of Afghanistan. And the first thing they should do is uh, to unfreeze the overseas assets of Afghanistan, and they should uh, lift all the unilateral sanctions against Afghanistan. They should uh, change their double standards in this country and in this region in fighting terrorism. They also should really do away with those Cold War thinking to take the issue like Afghanistan or others as a play cards to play geographical politics. And it is simply a shameful excuse for the United States to say that the left Afghanistan is for the competition of the strategic competition of the United States, as some of them indicate. Afghanistan issue is a humanitarian issue. It is a stability issue. It is a, a challenge not only for Afghanistan, it is also for the region and for the international community as a whole. I think uh, there should not be any excuse for any other issues. Internationally, there are some other issues. I think uh, there should not be used those issues as an excuse to ignore Afghanistan issue, to turn away from Afghanistan's dire situation, to turn away from the challenges of Afghanistan, the dire situation incurred by the hasty withdrawal of the United States. At the same time, in this uh, end of April, Doha United Nations Secretarial Retreat Meeting shows that the international community should really have more attention to the Afghanistan issue. As uh, members of the P5, the United States should really follow the Charter of the United Nations, follow the call of Afghan people and of the international community to pay more attention to the stability and the reconstruction of Afghanistan, to come back to take their major responsibility for those disasters and the destruction of the country. 
Okay, thank you, Ambassador Yue, for doing this interview and speaking to the listeners of CRSS podcast. Thank you very much. That was Ambassador Yue Xiaoyong, China's special envoy for Afghan affairs, sharing his first-hand experiences with parties concerned, as well as his close watch on the Afghan issue. Thanks for listening. Thank you.